Welcome to Clocho's Corner, a podcast for managers and leaders in the restaurant industry. My name's Curtis Cook, a.k.a. Colocho, a name I received many years ago when I started in the restaurant industry. Today's podcast, Leader Shift. So I'm going to start just uh, kind of painting a picture for y'all. Have you ever been to a car show and you're walking around looking at all the cars and going, ooh, those are cool, that's nice. And then you see that guy. He's the one that's squatting down, looking at the car from every angle and just really getting a lot of different perspectives on it. And, you know, I always kind of laughed at those uh, people, just didn't really understand it. Um, And then a little bit later in life, there was a car I really liked a lot and ended up getting. And uh, it's... uh, Dodge Challenger RT Classic, you know, with the throwback rims, uh, black on black, black lettering, black tin out windows. You know, I put Flowmasters on it, so it really had that throaty sound. Um, start going to car shows and uh, car groups and hanging out. You know, next thing you know, I'm adding uh, LED blue lights, you know, in the air intakes and in, in the front air dam. Uh, really giving it that cool look at night, you know, all those type of things. You know, I had the drag pack on it, so I'm looking at what tires to have on there and decide to name the car, trying to come up with a cool name for it and um, realized that that car could beat a Mustang Cobra and uh, there's only one snake that really can kill a Cobra and that's a Black Mamba. So I went ahead and named my car Black Mamba and put that on the front of it. So now you're wondering, how does this uh, correlate to a podcast about leadership? Well, if you listen enough to my podcast, you know, sometimes I have a little trouble with my words. And someone was taking notes and I uh, was talking about leadership and they thought I said leader shift. And they stopped me and they go, can you explain what you mean by le- leadership? Well, I turned a little red face, laughed a little bit and then said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go with it. And I start talking. And so, you know, really got me thinking about what shifts we make as a leader. And I uh, kind of want to share those with y'all today. And, uh, you know, correlate this to the car, you know, your leadership legacy, you can start off as a base model, but as you become more unique, add more performance packages, more appearance packages, and make it truly your own, you know, you really start creating a name for yourself and really stand out. So one of the first shifts in leadership I want to talk about is uh, perspective. To me, a lot of what I do and a lot of what I teach and a lot of how I help managers grow is by uh, sharing perspective. I listen to their perspective. I teach them ways to look at things differently. I teach them how to evaluate differently from using analytical tools to try to help understand why something is happening or why the performance measures are what they are or the results are what they are and then other times it's just you no know, being able to listen to a team member or have them listen to you understand it through their eyes um, without trying to solve the problem you're really listening to what the issue is and then also sometimes it's just watching you watch the people work watch what they're doing and seek to understand it versus thinking you already know the answer and when you start doing that and start putting perspective in there and you'll realize that you come up with better solutions but for me as a leader one of the biggest things I do now is really help people gain perspective and you know and I'll uh, sometimes they call it devil's advocate they call it whatever they want but again you ask questions that guide and lead someone 
to make sure they have the they made the right decision again you have them replay the path and at different crossroads you ask them questions and and you guide them and see which direction they're really trying to go and make sure they've really thought it all the way through so that way their final answer and how they really feel is in line with the vision of what they wanted to accomplish so let's go through a little example of perspective and say our to-go business I had a manager really talk about how overwhelmed they were. They couldn't handle any more business. And you know, their perspective was they're maxed out. They got the best people executing, and, and that's all they can handle. Um, well, you know, I wanted to show them a different perspective, uh, show them some other locations, show them their sales per hour uh, and how it compared, compared to the number of staffing they had, compared to, again, the execution level. And I was able to show them that the other restaurant could achieve more with the same kitchen layout, everything else being consistent. So that opened their eyes to a different perspective of what more can we achieve. So, you know, from there, all at once, it shifted his mindset to look at, okay, where are our, our bottlenecks? Where can I look to become more efficient, to gain more time, to execute at a higher level? So all at once, what he didn't see before now he starts seeing and he started asking questions start asking team members you know what would help you be faster what would make you more efficient and that led to more questions and all to more team members to more more perspectives and was able to gain a perspective from the cooks perspective from the to-go servers perspective from the managers perspective from the expos and even we had some trusted guests that dined with us all the time and listened to their feedback and even the negative feedback that we received we were able to look at all the inefficiencies and things that we could do different to cut the slack and make it more efficient so we were able to change that perspective of what it, what they didn't think they could accomplish to what they could and where we don't always take the best advantage of it once you gather this information from several sources talk to three or four people going back to some of those and share the other person's perspective maybe if you're uh, sharing the to-go perspective with the cook and how they looked at it it could open their eyes up to how they could help solve the problem and become more efficient a lot of times we try to take all the information ourselves and we think we can come up with a solution when in fact the, pe the people who are deeply involved in it a lot of times have a better understanding of what it is and you're able to help with that now on the flip side sometimes they're so narrow focused on the job and they can only do it one way that they can't see any other way to do it so you as a leader that's where you come in and you figure out how do you share the perspective how do you teach them to look through someone else's eyes and understand it and then that way they can achieve better results all right the next shift in our leadership is uh communication techniques so uh again how we talk to someone where we talking to someone body language body position not something a lot of managers think about especially in the restaurant business you're kind of moving and going and and everything but to me it is uh, very important it helps deliver the message it uh, helps the receiver receive the message and it all kind of has a different uh, meaning so for me you know a lot of times my coaching I will be standing side by side with somebody again this is not showing a position of authority where I'm standing over them uh, looking directly into their eyes you know it's a little less um, intimidating 
but it's also allows me to be a little more confrontational, a little more coaching. Um, if we're looking at something directly that we're talking about, it's easier to, to see it and understand it than if we went sat at a table and talked about it. But uh, it is one technique that I definitely use um, to coach in the moment and again to kind of make sure I express myself where again it's at a level where they don't necessarily always feel that I'm the boss it's more of a coaching uh, format the next is you know sitting down at a table with somebody and this is usually where you know you're gonna have notes they're gonna have notes you're kind of expecting them to take notes and uh, you're looking someone in the eye making eye contact and really trying to have their undivided attention and, and give them yours and this where sometimes when someone wants to talk to a manager you know that's a good time to go sit them down and talk to them because again it gives us some formality uh, to it but it's also not as intimidating as going into the office and talk now if it's again confidential or intimate talk that needs to happen yes the office is the place to do that but sometimes someone just wants to voice something and uh, the standing side-by-side -side technique doesn't give them a feeling that you're giving them their undivided attention and that you're focused on them but uh, again when you sit down with someone it uh, again has a ring to it you know let's go sit down and talk about this and again you're using that technique to go ahead and coach someone uh, on something that's a little more serious or again where you need to focus now taking someone into the office again that is more a confidential talk more of a private talk again if we're going to reprimand someone um, document someone that is the best spot to do that again it's that way the other staff doesn't see it it's not as embarrassing to the team member and that way also it uh, allows for a little more free speech between the two of you all right one shift in our leadership that i'm very careful with is with text and email it definitely it can be taken in the wrong tone so having to understand your audience and what is your relationship with them and what is the message you're trying to send because I see a lot of confusion and frustration a lot of times between managers on manager teams especially if they have newer managers or maybe the corporate manager and the GMs or managers and again not delivering the message in the way it was intended to give you an example um, our manager teams use a app called GroupMe where all the managers are on it, the GM and our corporate management team. So, you know, they'll communicate on there, uh, say they looked at some photo, they found some stuff that was missed the night before, put those photos on GroupMe and the manager who reads it can receive it a couple different ways. They can go, oh, okay, well, man, I didn't know I missed that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Or they can go, really? You're going to call me out in front of the corporate that, why would you do that so again understanding the intent and understanding the relationship with the managers and being able to understand their heart you really have to be careful what you demand from your teams if your management team doesn't have a relationship of trust and that they know that uh, what the intent of that message is it can really end up causing a rift if you're the one who's forcing your teams to to use a tool like that when they're not at a relationship spot to where they they understand and trust each other so again um, you know a lot of times I will go in restaurants and I can take a lot of photos of things that are not right but again if the manager doesn't understand that I'm there to help help them improve 
Or maybe I am frustrated and those photos are coming across and they just think, oh, oh, well, I appreciate you sending those to me. Thank you. And then again, I am frustrated because they don't react the way I thought they should have. So again, making sure that that type of communication is very uh, purposeful and, and make sure that we understand the relationship between the sender and receiver so that way we have the best lines of communication and we, and we don't cause friction between our management teams unintentionally and for me i understand that usually the conversation that i had prior to those texts or emails really have a lot of value so if it was a sit down and it was a good talk and i want to help them and they're pumped up about it and then i send them some photos they're going to receive it in a totally different way than if I haven't seen them lately or if they screwed up earlier in the day or last week. I haven't really talked to them and I send them 10 photos and they're like, whoa, I'm in trouble. What's going on? I don't know what I'm doing. And all at once, that wasn't my intent. Um, even if I said, hey, good job, just focus on these few things. They didn't read that part. They just saw the photos and in their mind, again, they weren't receiving it the way I intended it all right I want to kind of give you an example of how to use text and how it can work is uh, the other day I was talking to a manager we had a great talk as a really a superstar and uh, shared with them that one of my frustrations is when I walk in the restaurant uh, early in the morning and I see the linen uh, bucket and it's got linen from the night before in it and I'm like man two managers walked right past that when they left and they didn't take care of it so uh, he ended up closing one night and I came in the next day I noticed the linen bucket was empty at that restaurant it was it was all done like we had talked about so I took a picture of it and sent it to him and you know he hearted it and said thanks he goes do you have any other feedback well I did. I had 10, 15 more photos of some things that he could have worked on. And I sent them over to him. You know, and he's like, thank you. I appreciate it so much. All right. I'm going to kind of walk through a uh, recent example I have of using text messages and how you communicating and relaying the messages. I had to uh, sit down with this awesome manager. He's doing a great job. I'm really impressed. And I was talking to him about pet peeves and, you know, how do you make things better? And I told him one of my pet peeves is when I come in early in the morning and I see the linen bucket still has linen in it from the night before. And I'm like, wow, two managers walked past that and left and didn't take care of that. So uh, a little bit later, he was closing the kitchen one day. I came in the next morning. I noticed the linen bucket was taken care of, was empty at that restaurant. I sent him a picture and just said, thanks. I was letting him know I noticed he knew that was important to me and he took care of it that I appreciate it so that could have been the end of the conversation but it wasn't he goes is there anything else that I missed and that allowed me to send him the extra 10-15 photos I had of some things he missed and worked on he appreciated the extra feedback so again if I would have just sent the pictures of everything he missed and not even mentioned the the thing he got right do you see how that would have made a difference in his response or how he felt? He would have had a little defeatedness to him. Instead, he knew he accomplished something. He goes, what else can I accomplish for you? So sure enough, the next day, all those photos that I sent him, overnight, he had when he closed, he had sent me those photos all taken care of the next time he closed to show me that, hey, I appreciate what you did for me. I'm learning from it. I'm getting better. 
So again, look how that relationship built. It built from a talk to a positive text to asking for more feedback, for giving the feedback, and for him responding to it. So that's a healthy conversation through text that has really grown uh, not only him, but also grew my confidence in what he's going to accomplish. All right, y'all, I'm going to kind of wrap all this up for y'all in one nice little package. Is again, uh, your leadership, you want to start shifting into a higher level of what you're doing, a higher level of performance. So, uh, two things to really focus on is perspective. Not only how do you share it, how do you gain it, and how do you transmit that to your team to get better results. And then, uh, lastly, is communication techniques. Be purposeful on what technique you're using how are you communicating that message to your team is it you know shoulder to shoulder is a sit down and then being very careful how you use text and email to communicate and i hope you continue to manage with your head lead with your heart and walk in faith